Good evening, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good evening, Sherry. Good evening, Michael. It's a little different with uh, no year-long retreat for a couple of days. I'm trying to get used to that. Yeah, I'm kind of in withdrawal. Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... It's a bit of a shock. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then here we are together this evening. So it's lovely. It's lovely. That I'm delighted to good. be here. Me yeah. too. Me too. Mm-hmm. And hopefully some others will be delighted to join us. Others there, in recovery. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. Yes. And I have announcements. All right. Our workshop, Process Mapping, Round 3, this Sunday, December 18th, will help participants learn how to use this powerful practice tool to see past the obfuscation of ego. Registration closes this Friday, December 16th, at 5 p.m. Pacific. Participation in prior process mapping workshops is not required. Which is good. The only request I make, of course, is that if people haven't done the mapping, that they'll just kind of listen in and get instructions rather um, than, um, you know, just learn from the, from the old-timers who have been, who've been doing it. Great. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. It is our tradition to end one year how we hope to be for the coming year. Join Sangha for our second annual virtual New Year's retreat, December 31st to January 2nd. The retreat includes yoga, group sessions, meditation, and guidance by lottery with you, Sherry. Yes, indeed. It's going to be a good time. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Reflective Listening Buddies is one of our longest-lived and most popular programs for a reason. There is no other support quite like it for practicing presence, with participants required to show up for themselves and another every week for 30 minutes. A new quarter starts January 15th. And is conditioning talking... Say that again? No, sorry, sorry. I'm just muttering to myself over here about <laughs> what good supports there are, even for those of us in in withdrawal. Yes, yes, there are there are lots of great supports, and uh, even practice supports come in many different forms, and I'm I'm grateful for all of them. So. Me too, Michael. And is conditioning talking you out of a commitment that you really want to keep? If so, and if you would like some support, sign up for the Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, which begins January 15th. Participants will be paired with a buddy for accountability and support during this kind and compassionate training. And for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders for tonight. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, please press star six and then one to make a show. 
and a conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes is great. Okay, sure. I think we're ready here. All right. Here we go. Thank you, Michael. Here we go. Here we go. You're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Martin, and I'm calling from Pittsburgh. Hello, Martin. Martin from Pittsburgh. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Great. Um, so I'm calling about my move um, across the country and uh, coming to a new high school as a junior in high school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, go ahead. You, you, you are moving across the country and coming to a new junior high school? To a new high school. I'm, I'm a junior in high school. You're a junior in high school. Okay, got it, got it. All right, thank you. Go ahead. Um, and uh, at my last high school, um, uh, before leaving in the summer, my girlfriend at the time and also best friend at the time, both uh, ended their friendships and relationships with me. Um, so here I am in a new high school with uh, a difficult past and uh, just trying to uh, live here with uh, get some new friends maybe. I don't know. It's very difficult. It is very difficult. It is. Yeah. And so how are you... Uh, how are you taking care of yourself during this time, Martin? Um, at the time, I'm trying to join some of the uh, school clubs to get some get to know some of the uh, get to know some of the good kids at the school. Um, yeah, that's about it at the moment. That's about all you can do. Yeah. 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 And when did when did you start when did you start school there? Uh, this year in uh, in August. September. Oh, in August. Uh, Okay, yeah. So it really is brand new. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and so how are you, you, um, I guess the the real question is the loss of your friend, the loss of your your girlfriend. They're two different people, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, so how are you you processing that? Um, well, it's hard to say. For a while, I would, you know, just try and, you know, not think of them whenever they came to mind. But, uh, I, you know, turns out that did more harm than good, I guess, because I have so many more good memories than bad memories than I do with them. Yeah. Yeah. And so that there's got to be grieving, right? Lo- I mean, there's loss. That, that's... Well, I'm projecting. It's very sad. Yes, it is very sad for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And are does it feel like you're starting to meet some people who might be able to fill a bit of that void? Um, I wouldn't say so. Not at the moment, no. But uh, hopefully in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And it it sounds like you're 
pretty philosophical about that. Is that is that how it feels? Uh, what really do you mean by painful that? Now? Well, it's really painful now. Uh, yeah. This is a really hard time, and and yet you realize that, well, it is. <laughs> Empirically speaking, yeah. it is a really hard time. It's really painful. There's a lot of loss. There's a lot of change, um, and yet you know that it's going to pass. Life will be different at some point. You you know you won't be feeling this same way at some point. And it sounds like you, you're, well, that's where I said philosophical, you know, that there's, you don't really know that. Yeah. But yeah, you, su- you suspect it. I mean, the odds are really, really good that that's going to happen, uh, that, that you will meet people, your life will go on, you'll, you, you know, there will be another girlfriend, there will be more friends, there will be activities, things that you get involved in at some point that will begin to feel like home, um, even though right now none of that is the case. And it yeah, sounds I agree. like you... I, yeah, go ahead. I, I do know that, you know, eventually things would get better, but, you know, I mean, so far they haven't is all. And I've, you know... Oh, yeah. Well, and, it, I mean, it's, it's a funny thing. Uh, time is a funny thing, isn't it, Martin? Because on the yeah. one hand, from August to now is not very long. But right. in a situation like you're in, it's an eternity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like this has been going on for a really, really long time. This level of, is suffering too strong a word? Uh, I'm not sure. At times, not all the time. Yeah. Yeah, comes and goes, comes in waves. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, for me, always, uh, it's it's helpful to have that uh, philosophical perspective because it doesn't deny how hard it is now. I can be fully with how hard and painful and difficult something is and still know that it will pass. You know, it's not a lot of consolation and yet it keeps us putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, is there more? I don't think so. That's all. Just things have been tough and... I'm looking for, you know, support, that's all. Yeah. So, uh, Martin, one of the things that we do uh, in practice is recording and listening. Okay. Yeah. And um, what that basically comes down to is, um, well, (laughs) the thing that I like about it uh, is that there's always – the ability to talk to someone who who wants to hear what I have to say, who's always available, doesn't judge me. Um, I can be angry. I can be upset. I can use obscenities. I can uh, be sad. I could cry. I can complain and whine. I can also have good moments and 
um, you know, things, things that I'm inspired about or hopeful about or whatever. And I can say it all out loud. And yeah. it's true that I'm talking to my phone, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to mm-hmm. the recording app on my phone. But the important thing for me is I'm getting to express it. Yeah. I don't actually need another human being there because oftentimes human beings don't understand us. You know, they, yeah. they want to they, they fix me or they want to help me or they want to uh, change my mind about something or they have a better idea about how I should be. And that's just not helpful because what I want to do is feel the way I feel and say it, express it. And I yeah. find that if... if yeah, if I do that with the recorder, then I don't have to deal with people later. Because if I'm angry and I act out, you know, I yell at somebody, then, then I have to deal with their hurt feelings or their upset or whatever it is. My recorder never gets upset with me, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's something that would be helpful for you, um, but I, I, it's very helpful for me in just I'll, in... I will try it. Yeah, just in getting through life. And then the other thing that you can do, you know, is that you can listen to him, right? You, you, can, you, you can listen to what he has to say. And sometimes that distance gives us more perspective, you know, a little more understanding because I don't know about you, but, you know, I can get voices going that think I should be in a different place or be having a different experience or... Again, <laughs> kind of like, like external people only inside yeah. me saying, well, maybe, you know, it's you should have this and you should have that and they and all of that. Yeah. So I can listen back and have a different perspective. And it's just like kind of having your, your own therapist, your own best friend, your, you know, your support right there with you whenever. Good. Yeah. Might give it a go. Right. Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I hope you stay in touch. Let me know how you're doing. Okay, I will. I would like that. All right. Thanks, Martin. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Martin. And uh, I'm sure that's my experience also, that with the recorder I can get it out, uh, whatever's inside here, and uh, the recorder's always available. And that uh, yeah. talk back to me or get upset with me or that's right. Uh, it's it's non-judgmental. It's, it's about it's about the only place that I've ever found that we can go that is legitimately. I never have to. You know, if I'm talking to another person, they can seem like they're really non-judgmental or they're really, you know. <laughs> but I'm always wondering. But I never wonder with the recorder. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry Michael. It's Ramita in South Carolina. Hey, Ramita. Hello. Uh, It's just delightful to hear a, a new voice on the radio show, and and you know, I was just marveling at how this practice is available to everybody, and just 
it was just delightful to hear the conversation and uh, mm. I'm just appreciating that and feeling very grateful. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, we do. I, I, uh, for myself with that, Ramita, uh, I think one of the, the things that I'm most grateful for in my, in my life is that I have an opportunity to meet some of the most extraordinary people that, um, that appear on this planet. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> good to be reminded. <laughs> you oh, know, boy, the goodness of people. What a and... gang! <laughs> yeah, 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 and that uh, that that we get together uh, in all of the phases of our lives. You know, as Martin was just saying, sometimes it's just really, really hard and painful, and. It's good to be with people who who know that and understand that. And then sometimes, you know, it's just everything is going really well and we're just as happy as we can be and it's great to be with people who can understand that and celebrate with us. Yeah, yeah. Next to the recorder, the sangha is, is the, the <laughs> We try to come close, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And, and with the privileged environment, it's remarkable what... Um, what freedom and safety, both yeah. freedom and safety here. That uh, yeah. it's I haven't found anywhere else that it's duplicated, and uh, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, I just um, I signed up for the New Year's retreat, and mm. I had such a great experience with that last year, and a key piece of it for me, I guess, because I, I share my house with another person and. There will be a lot of family around. A key piece is, you know, getting out my wallet and paying for a place to go that's private and yeah. uh, may or may not be quiet. You know, people will be blowing, I mean, have, celebrating New Year's in their own way. But I'll have a space where um, I can be with the recorder. I can be with Sangha. I can be yeah. with my cushion and... Uh, just dedicate myself and and be very happy for everybody who is celebrating however they choose to celebrate without feeling the need <laughs> to participate in the way that they choose to celebrate <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't mm-hmm. have to ask anyone to be different from me because i want right. to celebrate this way that's so. right yeah yeah it's good it's a good deal it's wonderful. So I just, um, I, I also missed the radio show the week the, uh, I'm in withdrawal from year long. And, uh, yeah. But on the other hand, there's this, this, this space between, you know, this, this bardo, uh, so to speak. And, you know, having a, an opportunity to recommit to things like getting in the queue for the, for open air and, taking advantage of what is available, which I don't always do. And uh, so yeah. this is giving me yeah. a chance to practice a little bit more diligently um, with different supports. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah, it's kind of a silly way of, uh, of talking about it. It may be from a song, I don't know, but a friend who, who used to say, how can I miss you if you never go away? And uh, it's, that's kind of the same way with practice, right? We get, 
we we can get to the point with something like the year long, especially when it's just so always there and so consistent, and uh, and and we don't we kind of lose sight of how important it is to us, right? Mm-hmm. And then as you're saying, when when it's no longer there, then we turn to when we start missing it. You know, well, what else is available? What what? So it not only does it uh, put us in a different place in relation to practice, right? I start looking at practice and myself in a in a slightly different way, and then start looking around for okay, well, what 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 support do I want? What what would I like to do? And there's mm-hmm. open air and yeah, and uh, as Michael always points out, there's so much. <laughs> You know, I can I can uh, participate in. Uh, I just heard the announcement of the third um, um, session of the uh, process mapping. You know, uh, and then of course I guess the new the new programs, the reflective listening and the commitment buddies, they don't really start until January. But you know, we do a little process mapping, and then before we know it, it's going to be the New Year's retreat, and I think we have a couple of things in between. So. You know, for those of us who are awareness junkies, we we yeah, we need our yeah. fix, <laughs> right? And it, it, you you made a good point about this this space between you know letting letting us see our our practice in the another way, and you know recommitting and seeing exactly yeah. what 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 i what is important what is what is my priority yeah. you know if i don't have the yeah. radio shows during the day well i've got one week in the evening and uh mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. that that moves yeah. that moves things and gets yeah. me here yeah and uh of course i can always uh listen to some recordings as i'm going around right we've got a hundred years of open air archives and um, you know, and then the year-long retreat that has been all—all all of that's been recorded. And so, for those of us who participate in all these ways, we just have all kinds of stuff. And and you know, of course, the voices in the head would say, "Well, yeah, but you know, I already did that, and I already." Uh, but with something like this last year-long retreat, you know, we've we've got a um, a topic, right? <laughs> so the, you know, maybe the topic is. What was what was? Did you have a favorite topic from the year long? Well, devotion, devotion was pretty remarkable, and humility. Those two, oof. yeah. Oh well, and they're kind of a one-two punch, aren't they? And so, you know, I can I can go to something like devotion, and I could, I could spend the rest of my life looking at that, right? And then the other one that I was thinking about is, um, what universe are you creating, right? And so we get out our what what universe and start pulling those cards every day, you know, and add a little recording and listening to that. And, uh, yeah, there's just so many, so many ways we can keep uh, keep supporting the heart. Yeah. I, I, I put, I looked at or listened to recordings that I've made Unshuffle that I haven't done that in a long time, and I just spent a couple hours as I was doing uh, chores around the house with my earbuds in and listening to my own voice recording mm-hmm. over over the last few years. And mm-hmm. what 
you know, it's not the content. It's the process of doing exactly. that. Exactly. You know, here I exactly. am. Exactly. Yes. It's there, or as we like to say, here I am. That's exactly it. Anytime we are connecting with practice, it'll bring us here. It just, it just will. It just does. Because what chooses that activity, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with putting on your favorite music to do your chores, right? And, and you'll, you'll have whatever experience you have with that. Turn on anything, listen to anything from practice, and it'll bring you to presence in a completely different way. So remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, and thank you, Michael, for taking my call tonight. Thank you, Ramita. Go happy. I will. You too. <laughs> okay. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Ramita. And, Sherry, that's my experience also. As soon as I turn on a practice recording, it's like I just lock in. I'm like, oh, yeah, practice mindset. Oh, yeah, nothing going. <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which, again, this is the point where I always say, and it's no wonder that's so hard for people. It's no wonder there's so much resistance because that's not the life experience ego wants us to have, and so it's going to fight tooth and nail. But once we cross over that line and realize, nope, I want to be here, I want to be present, I want to enjoy my life, and this is the way to do it. Then, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm swimming in the ocean, and I don't want to drown. So swimming is the thing to do, right? It's really that straightforward. And, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm swimming, <laughs> then, uh, you know, we can say, well, yeah, that, that absolutely makes sense. If I keep swimming... Uh, then I'm really increasing my chances of not drowning. And when we choose practice, we really uh, up our chances of ending suffering. So, that's the truth. Good choice. Yeah. That's the yeah. truth. And Sherry, we're going to go to a good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with some more callers. Wonderful. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And Jen, I'm turning it over to you for a good news update. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Rebecca, who is here to speak with us about some ideas around conscious, compassionate spending in the holidays. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you, Jen. I know that a fabulous group coaching has just been completed on the topic, and so... In that forum and a number of others, there have been some ideas that have been generated around, okay, so, you know, for a lot of folks, they do get gifts for other people, for people in their lives and that sort of thing. And so I think you have some fun ideas for us in terms of other alternative things that people might not think of, ways that they can yeah. get gifts. Yes, yes. Well, and, you know, that's funny because once I, once I found this, um, I thought, has everybody known about this except for me? I guess it is just such a wonderful <laughs> idea. And the idea is to do um, 
well, any kind of shopping actually, on the, the gift shops of nonprofits. So um, how, how it came to me is there, you know, just looking at some alternatives because I do not, uh, well, just things we've talked about, you know, thrift, thrift store shopping and different things like that. I just, I don't like traditional shopping all that much. And so those kinds of things really appeal to me. What are some alternatives? But I have some, you know, family and people that I don't, you know, I don't want to buy a thrift item for. I want to buy something new. And so I was looking for a way to do that. And um, and and anyway, just came across these these wonderful sites that. Um, that you know of of nonprofits that have these amazing gift stores and and can really um, can really oh I don't know I, I guess in the real sense of the word get more bang for your buck <laughs> you know in the sense of that it's really a win win because yeah you're I mean as you say some beautiful uh, it's not that sort of like okay I'll get this you know hokey random thing but something that's actually beautiful that you feel good about giving and that it's supporting the nonprofit that is yeah. um, the beneficiary of that gift store. Yeah, exactly. And and here's an, an example recently. So uh, my sister was having a hard time, and so I got on the, um, is the Sierra Club website, and I saw these little eco-plush uh, animals you can adopt an animal and they send you um, they send the little stuffed animal along with some information little booklets and um, and so I ended up so you know here's the thing I let me just back up just a little bit so I love getting a good deal I, I've always loved uh-huh. a good deal. Like when I go to a thrift store and I find some really name brand thing and it's only 15 bucks or whatever, I just love that. There's a good feeling associated with uh-huh. it. And I hadn't expected it, but that's exactly what happened with this Sierra Club thing because my sister got this and told me, she said, oh, I just couldn't have asked for a better thing. It's been cold and rainy here, and I could snuggle up with this sweet little, I think it was a it was a black bear that we adopted for her, or maybe it was a polar bear. Anyway, and she said, and the booklets that they sent are so amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, Read them to. She's got twin granddaughters, you know. So I'm going to share them with them, and then so the Sierra Club. And so normally I would not pay like forty nine dollars for a stuffed animal and a little booklet, but I felt like I got such a good deal because she gets she gets to feel loved. The, the her granddaughters get to have these wonderful little time with her, their grandmother to learn about polar bears or whatever. Sierra Club gets gets what they need, and I get this amazing good feeling of having, you know. So it's like that's a lot for forty nine dollars yeah. to get. <laughs> it's a lot, and you know. It's, so first of all, I just want to clarify that I think what you're saying is, so the the little stuffed animal is a representation of what the gift uh-huh. actually is, and the gift what the, what the gift actually is 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 taking care of bears, well, I don't, yeah, as you say, is yeah. there a black bear or a polar bear, but that that's what the donation is. And, and it just occurs to me that that feels like one of the things that, as I've looked at, you know, 
participated along with conscious, compassionate spending and really looking at that, that it really is about what you're talking about, recalibrating what we think of as a, quote, good deal, right? Exactly, yes. Right? We all go into, you know, whatever, I won't mention any names, but big box stores Mm -hmm. or go into, Uh you know, online and find the very cheapest price. That, quote, good deal might be a good deal for me, right? That little me, Mm -hmm. I, who wants to save all my money for me. But it's Mm -hmm. a terrible deal for the rest of the world. And the planet. Oh, for the planet and for the along the supply chain and oh right? yeah. So, so recalibrating well, what a good deal is, and that's exactly what you're pointing out. Exactly, and that was the big process place for me. It's like, okay, I love a good deal. Who is this I that I'm referring to? Mm-hmm. Because I got the best deal with the Sierra Club, you know, and so it's the heart. You know, if the I is the heart, that's one deal. If the I is ego, that's another deal. And so that's what to me makes it such a great awareness practice because we can see where am I coming from, you know, and is it coming from love? Because really the bears get loved, but the humans got loved too. You know, so it wasn't an either or like so much of the traditional kind of commerce is, you know. It's it's a, at an expense of so and some you know, something, the land or the everybody, you know. Right. So it really is that thing that we talk about a lot in practice, what's best for all. Right? Mm-hmm. And that, that good deal becomes what's best for all. And that really can be our compass, you know, that that sense of it feels good. It supports me. I feel good about it. It supports the person I'm sending it to. It supports the organization that's good for the planet. It supports the people along the way who participated in creating that, whatever that thing was. And that sort of larger sense of what's best for all, that that's how we can really, quote, spend our energy, our dollars, our all of that. You know, it's that thing we talk about. You're always voting, right? Whenever you yeah. spend money, you're voting for something. And so we get to really choose what we want that well, to be. And you know, something that came up in the group coaching that I thought was so insightful was it's not just spending money, it's spending time and energy. And I, I tell you, as I was shopping on, quote, shopping, on the... Um, the nonprofit sites, it was so inspiring to see what, like I, I, I learned about this elephant sanctuary place. I, you know, I checked out other wildlife foundations. I checked out, I mean, there's um, there just so many good things going on in the world. And, you know, to, to just tootle around on all of these great places that are doing good things and um, seeing, seeing how do I want to spend my resources, you know, it, it's just truly um, heart opening and, and uh, the best way to, to spend one's energy and time too, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the whole world of buying gifts or giving gifts or whatever, you know, spending money. Yeah, and what's fun about what you're describing is that just the process of it is inspiring, right? So as your quote, <laughs> instead of that, I'm with you on the not loving shopping thing, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of going into some big store with fluorescent lighting and terrible music, <laughs> you get well, to and having to drive the there, right? Happen. Having to drive there, right? Yeah. All the footprint of mm-hmm. that. 
Instead, you get this experience of learning about all these amazing things that are happening in the world that we don't generally yeah. hear about. We, didn't, we tend to hear about the bad news. And this, yeah. there's a lot of good news, a lot of amazing things that a lot of amazing people are doing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just one other thing that, that occurred to me as I was looking at this was, because I mentioned this um, approach, you know, to, to my, uh, my daughter, and I got into a conversation with her that I didn't know, I mean, she's the one that told me about the elephant sanctuary thing, you know, because I didn't know she, it, it was such a topic, such a good topic oh, for, you know, each, for to talk about, you know, but, yeah. so I, you know, I can imagine, you know, yeah. families get together over the holidays, and there are all these topics that you have to stay away from, right? You know, that can make maybe cause division. Well, here's a topic that you can. What's your favorite nonprofit? I don't know. What's yours? You know, what do you? And I mean, and, and it's just so, um, I don't know, just so many bridges built and so so much goodwill shared. I I, I think, you know, that it just kind of. Yeah. That's why I thought, gosh, it's. Am I just late to the party? Have people been doing this? Because this is sure a fun thing. <laughs> Forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that is really nice. It, it really um, invites listening. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, well, I don't know, but most people have things that they do really care about and that are close to their heart. And that's a lovely, yeah. you know, way to, to ask people about that and to listen and to give them gifts for, yeah. you know, places that, that are important to them and what opens their heart. Yeah. It's really fun. There's so many creative ways to to uh, really. be in goodness, isn't it? Aren't there? It's just yeah. amazing. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for being with us this evening to talk about it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Jen. All right. Good night. Good night. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you and Cherry. Wonderful. Thank you, Rebecca, and thank you, Jen. And welcome back to Open Air with Sherry Huber. And Sherry, I realized in that conversation that there's a lot of good happening in the world. Yes, yes. And, you know, one of the things that that came out of that uh, was right at the end, um, that that whole idea of, of talking with people about what they love, you know, what lights them up, and, uh, and, and then arranging a gift for them that speaks to that. Oh, that's good. Huh? Yeah. That's good. I mean, talk I like about uh, sensitivity, huh? And th- that was just so, it was so, um, yeah, it was just so wonderful to, to um, I don't put that together. Again, I feel like Rebecca... Maybe everybody knows this, but I I never thought about it until that conversation. You know, to be that specific, because uh, it's true with a lot of people, they're extremely hesitant to get into too many conversations about what people are interested in because it's liable to go into a direction that that gets uncomfortable. And so, there, that's not one that's probably very likely to get uncomfortable. Or if it does, you can just say, oh, that's wonderful, and move on, right, if their favorite topic is, uh, you know, guns and drugs or something. (laughs) Yes. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, 
you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? <laughs> I want to say yippee skippy, it's Tracy. Hey, Tracy, <laughs> yippee skippy, what are you up to? Oh my gosh, that was such a fun conversation, and and I enjoyed the conversation around what university you're creating as well. And I was smiling because this morning when I pulled the card, um, I it's been a practice for mine for years. And my little book is like falling apart, but I'm not going to replace it because it's just so loved. <laughs> it feels like this stuffed <laughs> the animal. The velveteen rabbit. Was, of- <laughs> yes, yes. And it's been a favorite gift of mine. And, and it's something that's so fun to like do with other people. Um, mm. So that's been a really nice um, gift that I've enjoyed sharing. Well, that now that's a good point. Um, and you you don't have to give somebody the whole thing. Although if if it's somebody who would enjoy it, it is a a wonderful thing. But uh, just it, it, around, um, you know, you get together with family or friends or whatever, and. And what a fun uh, game to play with people. You pull a card, yes. come up with the, Ramita was saying devotion and humility. I don't know if those are, I can't remember yeah. if those are in that. Uh, but at any rate, whatever it is, it's going to be something <laughs> lovely. And then yeah. people talk about their experience of that. Yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that whenever I, I have people that are, here at my house, and then I take it when I go to other places too. And I pull one in the morning, so whoever is with me in the morning, um, yeah, I just give them the opportunity. They don't. They're you know. subjected. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to pull a card. Would you like to pull a card too? <laughs> yeah. yeah, or we could just talk about my card. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but hmm. I am. Um, I I put myself in the queue tonight. Um, I so often speak around challenge, and I, I, I had a practice success today, or what really felt like hmm. a big practice success. Um, and I just, it just, what landed was, it really is the how, and so much of the, what Ramina was just talking about, the, the practices of the year-long retreat, I'm, getting to experience like the trickle down effect of them. Hmm. Hmm. You say more about that? Yeah. So um, I'm transitioning out of a career that I've had for almost 30 years. And this Hmm. last couple of years has been very challenging and a lot of, um, and, and through the, through the exploration of transitioning it, I really leaned into practice to help guide of, you know, not indulging conversation, but just taking a step, see what's there, taking a step, seeing what's there, taking a step. And then through the whole process, it's just been one, you know, what now, what now, what now, this opens up, what now, this opens up. And the last three months I've been in this transition and it's taken a lot longer than I expected it to or the company expected it to, but it just was what occurred. And mm. I, you know, wasn't making income, you know, through much of the transition. And it was really important to my heart 
to do it, the two words that I came up with was grace and gratitude, that with each step I wanted to check in, you know, being in gratitude, because it's been a great career. Yes, there's been challenges, and it's been a great career. Um, and, and the last week, at the, my very, very, very last order, I saw that I had made a mistake, and it was a, I just missed a, a pricing. Something had a surcharge that I didn't realize had a surcharge. So I had to go to management because we had to go in and redo all these orders. And you know, typically they just take it out of our commission. And it took like a week for me to hear anything back. And I just assumed, ego assumes, the worst, you know, that, oh, this is like a crummy way to end a career. And, and I kept thinking grace and gratitude, and, you know, just kept, kept going there. And I got a text today that um, they're going to override these prices and I'm not being reduced. I'm not getting deducted in commission at all. And it just, what really struck me is, one, how ego always predicts the worst, um, yeah. even though... I can keep my attention on grace and gratitude. It's still predicted the worst. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. when life came back in that way, there was just so much energy that wanted to expand beyond grace and gratitude. Like it just, it just um, you know, going back to that, like gratitude wants to give. And, and like through this whole thing, it, it feels like my heart really wanted this to be a, you know, a, a, a good transition for the person taking over my role and a good transition for my customers. And, and, um, and so I see how there's something about like my intention and then mm. so often life gives back something that's far beyond what I could have predicted. Ooh. And that's what I keep getting over and over this year, like, oh my gosh, I'm doing my part and this is what's coming back. This is what's coming back. It's just been all year long, like, wow, like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Oh my gosh. And so I just wanted to report that. It's just this capacity to really take in just so much goodness, just, you know, noticing ego's projection and then really taking in what's being offered and then watching mm-hmm. that expand. Mm-hmm. You know, Tracy, as you're as you're talking, I think there isn't a lot. There, there is. If you if you look around, you'll you'll see references to this kind of thing that you're describing in Buddhism. Where you really see a lot of them is in Christianity. Mm. Yeah, that, that it's it it is. Now, I wasn't raised Christian, but I'm I'm a big fan of the New Testament and of Jesus' teachings. And, and, and there was so much of that, so much of that um, explanation of how life works that, that if you don't have, if you're, this is my interpretation, but if you're stingy and greedy, what you have will be taken from you. Um, if you're open and generous, more will be given to you. Yeah. Right? I mean, that that's the message. Uh, you just, well, I can anyway, and I bet you can too. Think of example after example of that, yeah. of that teaching. And, and <laughs> it's what's so, so remarkable about it is when we realize, oh, 
that's literal, <laughs> right? That's yeah. not some kind of an esoteric, spiritual, boy, wouldn't it be great if. It's kind of like gravity, right? It's kind of like, yeah, the sun comes up in the east. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's, it's true. It's just so. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, and then to, the way that to, to live it out and have the experience is glorious. Yeah, and I think I think the really um, the really beautiful part about what you were just saying of 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 that place stingy and it will be taken and be generous and he will be given is is that even if my they had reduced my commission what I was given was the grace and, you know, right. the, the how of That's how right. I did the process, which made my heart like, right. really happy. Like, even though you I wasn't had all, money. You had already been paid beyond your wildest dreams exactly. by and the then, how. Exactly. And, like, that's what I, I felt so good. And then to have this, like, layer mm-hmm. on top of it, just like it brought tears to my eyes. I just yeah. thought like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's, um, it's yeah. you know, again, not coming from that conditional ego expectation place, but like living in that what we do is what we get. And then what you were just pointing to of, of then, you know, what seems to conspire in life to magnify it. Or, yes, or yes. It's, Yes, really. Yes, and it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, at what you know, in in our practice, we'll talk about what what you attend to grows. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, it's literal. So, uh, so a funny uh, connection with that to me is people who have a lot of money have a lot of money because they focus on having a lot of money. Mm. It's, a, it, it's actually not terribly mysterious. People who don't have a lot of money tend to focus on not having a lot of money. Now, the thing that people often don't connect is that having a lot of money, of course, is only having a lot of money. So what you really want to be focused on is enjoying the amount of money you have because then there's an opening for all of it. So we want to, you know, that expression, be careful what you ask for. There, there's a great deal of truth behind that, right? Because what we attend to, what we do is what we get. What we practice is what we have. Yeah, and one process doesn't lead to another. That's what all these little, uh, what do you call them, adages, I guess, are. That's what they're all pointing to. We get exactly what we are. Yeah. And, oh, Sherry, this year, I know, again, Ramita was just talking about it, but the how we did this year of the year long of each week having a practice to attend to that which continued to grow. It's like each week almost you know, we kind of brought each week along. It's not like we left one to go to the other. They kind That's of right. just <laughs> built right. on it's each other. expanding. Yep. It was expanding. And what grew 
um, again, through practices, not concepts, is it's just this year more than ever, I'm just experiencing that I can show up and do my part, and mm-hmm. which is glorious in itself, and showing up and doing my part and not allowing ego to just take away, you know, suck energy has enabled this capacity to receive, like receive like this bigger, this huge expanse of life and just how, how just symbiotic, I don't know what the other word is, of um, they just keep supporting each other. Maybe support's not even the word, yes. how the, the growth happens together. <laughs> or I don't know what the word yes. is. But. Yes, well, it's, that, it, that it's one thing. It's one thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I have to say this mm-hmm. one thing, like sometimes I, but the card that I pulled this morning was bliss, and I know I've talked a lot, and you can cut me off if you need to, but... I'll just it's hang just, up on you in a minute, crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so one of the things that it mentioned about bliss that I just carried with me all day was, um, you know, bliss, it's, you know, it's like, being in the present with this here and now, if this doesn't include here and now, or here doesn't include now and this, or if now doesn't include this and here, then we're not experiencing bliss. And so I watched that through the day, like if any of those are kept out. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's what we practice with all this year, really mm-hmm. like including all of those pieces. Um, and all I think I probably, pieces. I don't know how many times I've read that card list, but that, that, that um, paragraph had never stood out that way to me before. Well, and so, it, it, if I may, uh, it, it, that's uh, what you're saying, uh, and yes, then we'll go, we'll go somewhere else. But uh, okay. what you're saying is critical to practice, okay, because... As you say, you've read that card how many times? Because you've, you've pulled that card. And so you've read what goes with it, right? That's koan practice, mm. right? We, just, it, we stay with something. We stay with it. Ego always wants something new. Ego wants to be entertained because be, ego being entertained distracts us. So I wind up mm. without this, without here, and without now. And I wind up unhappy, right? And so staying with it in that way, staying with it, staying with it, uh, as we were talking earlier, you know, letting it be fresh, letting it be new. Devotion isn't something that I'm going to spend a week with and then never think about for the rest of my life, right? I, we keep coming, coming to it, coming to it, coming to it. Not coming back to it. Keep coming to mm-hmm. it with a fresh approach, mm-hmm. with a this here now presence. And it, everything gets deeper and deeper and clearer and brighter as we go. Which and is more what you're glorious. Describing. And more glorious. <laughs> Grace, gratitude, and glory. That's it. Grace, gratitude, and glory. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Tracy. I'm so glad I was unmuted. Bye. Bye, Michael. Bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Tracy. And Sherry, I'm going to practice restraint here. Um, we have, that was great. 
And we have four minutes to the top of the hour. All right. We're going for it, Michael. We're going for it, right? There we go. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, it's Helga in Charleston. Hey. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I, I'm good. I um, I don't know. This is might not be a very uh, uh, short discussion, but um, you know I've been. It's also in a way a koan practice. So I, you know, I came across this quote. Uh, I'll just read it to you, and I, you know, I've come across this idea before, and I just, you know, I'm I'm puzzled by it. So the quote: uh-huh. is, the, the entire universe is in the mind. One can only know what occurs within the mind, which is the instrument or tool of conscious experience. There is no such thing as out there. Uh, yes. Wu Sin. And, yes. you know, I, uh, as I said, I've come across it in different readings, and um, I just, you know, I, I mean, does, does it mean that you know, everything that I perceive as out there is just a figment of my imagination or? Well, you, you could say, you, you, could, you could go there and we could say, yes, that is true. <laughs> but that's not where you're going with the quote. So we could save that for another conversation, okay? Um, but the, the, the thing about it, Helga, is that what, what he is saying is exactly your experience. So you can, for instance, think about Germany. Mm-hmm. But you're not thinking about Germany over all those miles away. You're, the Germany that you're thinking about is in your mind. Now think mm-hmm. about the moon. Think about the moon. The moon is in your mind. Now think about Mars. If you can think about Mars, I don't know enough about Mars actually to think about Mars, but say you could, it's in your mind. So as far as you can go, I just read somebody who said, before you can believe in God, you have to be there to believe in God. The point was be- that was being made was the same point, which is it's all happening inside you. Now, the way, it, which is our experience. We, we cannot experience anything other than ourself. It's not possible. We can imagine, back to imagine, we can imagine that we are. We can think that we are. We're deeply conditioned to believe that, that there's you uh, in, in Charleston and then there's me in California. No, no, no. There isn't a me in California. There's me in Washington, right? And there's somebody else somewhere else and somebody else. And we, because we have a map in our head, we believe that those things are outside of us. But where is the, where is the, where is the edge of you? You can't find an edge of you. The skin, obviously, the skin isn't the edge of you, right? Well, okay, this room, this room that's the edge of me. Okay, this house, this, well, this, yeah? There isn't one. It's all, your whole experience is happening inside of you. 
So then we bring the mind into it, and the mind has that helpful <laughs> function of saying, it's this, it's that. It's, it's this is what's happening, that's what's happening. Right? And so that's what creates the, uh, the experience that we then believe in. So I am, I am different from you, therefore I am separate from you, which is the mind's perspective. And so we believe that. But again, if, if my favorite way of talking about it, if, every, if everything in the universe is uh, the same thing, right? Science will tell us that. So if you take something to an atomic level or a subatomic level or whatever it is, there is no, there's no differentiation, right? If everything were pink, where would we be? If we needed to go to the bathroom, we'd be in big trouble because we would have no idea where it was because everything is pink but because the mind has the ability to <laughs> to turn things from pink to colors to shapes to all of these other things we believe that that is what is real you with me <laughs> uh. Yeah, as I said, it's a, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, if I, if I run into a table, the table is out there, and I've just run into it. I mean, it's not, it's not, not there. Or I, it's just, no, no, the whole point, the whole point of it is, it's not that the table is not there. It's that you are. That the table... Running into the table is happening inside your experience. Mm-hmm. That's the point he's making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, uh, the other thing that, and then I'll, I will let you go because we are past time, but yeah. are you familiar with a, a book called um, The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat? Yeah, I just uh, um, told a friend about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I read it many times, a long time ago. Yep. Yes, and so that, again, helps us to understand a little bit, right, about how these things happen. It, now that, you know, he mistook his wife for a hat, for God's sake. That's, that's really seeing the world in a different way, right? But think about the last time you argued with a friend. It was the same process. You're seeing the world in very different ways. Now, how is that the case if there's an actual world? Well, there isn't an actual world. The world each of us lives in is a world of our own. My teacher used to say, everybody lives in a universe of one, which is true, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. All right. I bet we'll talk again. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, if I remain in your universe, we'll be able to talk again. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Helga. <laughs> Good night. You.
Thanks for joining us, Helga. And it sounds like we all have some koan practice there, Sherry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know, Michael, that I'm glad you made that point because that's all we've got. Right? We cannot get this stuff intellectually. We can't. Conditioned mind cannot yeah. grasp it. It's just not built for it. Right? You yeah. can't get your coffee cup to receive a phone call. It's just not going to do it. Right? And yeah. so uh, the only thing that we have available is koan practice. We have to be still, be quiet, be still, be open until the clarity reveals itself to us. Which is quite wonderful. Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of presence required, which is great. Yes, yep. All right, well, thank you, sir. So appreciate thank it. Thank you. Me too. Go happy. Thank you very much. Go happy. All right. Good night. Good night.